Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curbside Podcast, the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff, I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I, I am your Southern <laughs> Californian, Taiwanese of Mer- I have my freaking monitor on, <laughs> okay. uh, on the garage band, and I can hear my own voice. And it's kind of laggy, so <laughs> this is yeah. what's going on right now. It's two thousand. It's not like Californian. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that off, but I'm not gonna be able to know how loud I'm being. So sorry about that. Well, my name's Parth. We have a 2016 M3, living up in Bay Area, Northern California. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Andrew. Drive a 2014 Evo 10 MR and a 2015 Subaru BRZ. Oh, live in Cal. Uh, <laughs> live in California, Bay Area. It's, 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 happy Friday, everybody! Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just the Friday Friday afternoon things. Yeah, None of us want to be here, but we're here. Because we like making podcasts, that's why we're here, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not that we don't want to be here, but it is Friday, that's what I'm trying to say. We like doing what we do. Are you sure, Parth? It doesn't yeah, sound yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we like it, we like it. We put a smile on, we do what we gotta do, you know? Yeah. Now it no, sounds like you don't like on. it even more. <laughs> anyway, what do, you, do you guys think your taste or what cars you like have changed ever since you've gotten into cars? How how far back are we talking? Like the moment you realize you started liking cars. Well, I mean, I started liking like my dream car used to be like the Honda Odyssey. Okay. And then it turned into <laughs> a Hummer, and then I think smart car, and then finally normal cars, like <laughs> like NSX and S two thousands. But I think one thing that's changed is that before I used to like not get the whole modified car scene. Especially during like the early, early two thousands with the like neon underglow and no. weird yeah. looking stickers, I was like, "Why it looks so? <laughs> it yeah. looks kind of terrible." Yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, recently I've grown to more like appreciate modified cars. But starting to think about like the headaches that come with it, I'm like falling out of that. Not because I don't think they're cool; it's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for me, my, my I have I have changed a lot, and I'm still changing. Uh, the first thing, actually, it's similar to you, Jeff. I didn't used to understand like modified cars at all. Like yeah. people would like saw like you know riced up or souped up like you know mm-hmm. uh, Civics and fucking like WRXs, STIs, even Evos. Sorry, Andrew. No, um, it's fine. Back in, back then, I was like, 
Why why would you want to drive like a basic ass looking economic Japanese car and then try to make it look sick? Like it's not even that sick, dude. Like you just put some like stripes on it, like oh my god, it's and then you put like an exhaust and shit, and you think it sounds so cool and like you're so sick and everything. I'm like, I was like, are you trying to compete? Like you 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 can't afford like a for. I used to think Ferraris and like the high performance exotic stuff was the only thing. Like that's it. <laughs> like if you don't have that, you're not a real car person, and you're wow. just trying to yeah. Everything else like, sucks. Everything else sucked, and then you just were trying to like make your shit box into like something comparable somehow. So you're not a car person <laughs> if you don't own a Ferrari. That's exactly what I used to think. I was just really, like, and then. Uh, thanks to Prob, actually, the boy with the WRX. So he got a WRX in 2015 and 14, one of those two years. And uh, he was all about, like, modding and stuff. He knew all this shit about, like, modding cars and all that stuff even before he had his WRX. So because of him, I was shown the modded car community, not just, like, how sick like modding your car can be and like kind of making it your own but also like the community and i was like yo mm. dude the people in this community are 10 times better than those shitheads <laughs> with ferraris and lamborghinis <laughs> they don't even talk to you like, <laughs> it's because like, we're normal people right exactly I, I started to realize i was like oh shit dude like this is a sick scene like and then plus then i started to appreciate the fact that a guy with an evo can make a thousand horsepowers and just like <laughs> absolutely like shit on a Ferrari that costs like 10, 20, 30 times more. That, yeah. that, then I started to be like, okay, I see, I get it, I, I understand now. Um, that's why my, my always my want for the M3 is kind of reminisced, like kind of a leftover from that time where it's like, oh, I just want the, the best that a manufacturer can make, <laughs> you know. Now I look at it and I'm like, I would trade that in. Like, remember, Andrew, I was talking to you about this. I was like, I want to get an E39 M5, older yeah. one. Yeah. And I want to mod that shit. And yeah. I feel like that sounds like a lot more fun now than it would be to buy a new M3 or, like, the new M3. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's like my change is a little bit more, it's a little more different. Like, I've always, I think an Evo has been, like, my dream car since the beginning yeah. of fucking time. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> I've never had. I've never thought of like, oh, I have to have this car or whatever. And yeah. then I saw uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, that green Evo. And you guys talked about like how like, early two thousands modifications were tacky or whatever. But yeah. it's so period. That like, is there. It, actually, that's one of the reasons why I didn't like it because I watched the Fast and Furious movies. And I'm like, why the fuck would you want to make your car look like that with yeah. those neon yeah. underglows <laughs> and shit? But like at the time, like obviously now anyone even like. Anyone in the modded car scene now looking back would be like, damn, that shit was tacky. Like, no one's going to do that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, at the time, like, that was the shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's why <laughs> at the time I was like, I can't. <laughs> back then I was like, no. Yeah. yeah. But I think where I'm at now is, like, I've appreciated, I understand why people like expensive cars now. Okay. Like, before it was like, I couldn't tell an M3 from a 318. Yeah, <laughs> and now Damn. it's like I understand. Like, there's tiers to this shit, and like, yeah, 911s. There's like a bajillion different tiers to that too, and like yeah. each one is special in its own way. So I think that's where I've grown an appreciation for nicer cars. I wouldn't say like I want. Well, no, that's not true. I'd like a 911, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I would just say like that. Now, like those kinds of cars are like on the map for me. Yeah. 
See, I, I'm actually kind of shifting. Where it's like, now... I, and right before we came on, I saw this this few photos of this sick Supra somebody had posted up on Facebook. And I was like, damn, that looks fucking sick. And that shit got me excited. Now somebody posts a photo or if I see like a Ferrari or Lamborghini. And I also feel like this is partly because i am become jaded now. Um, if I see a picture of a Ferrari or Lamborghini, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's it. I think I'm at the point now with especially those expensive cars because I indulge myself so much in like that scene. Because I went to so many, like, when a Monterey car week would do, you know, 100 octane, cars and coffees, mm-hmm. that kind of shit. That I'm like, if I see a LaFerrari, it'll turn my head 100%. Yeah. And I'll be like, ooh, LaFerrari, sick. That's it. My next yeah. thought will be, my next thought will be, I want to drive one. Like, yeah. now, now it's like, oh, new Ferrari's out, new this, that. I don't give a shit. Let me drive it. That's what I care yeah. about. You know, before it's kind of like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Oh, my God, that's so sick. Look at it, it's so sick. Put a poster up on your wall. I don't give a fuck. Let me drive it. That's what <laughs> I care. And I, I feel like now, and, and this kind of trickles down to the cars that, you know, I'm known to like, which is the German kind of cars, you know, oh, yeah. obviously M3. <laughs> now I'm kind of like, go America, bro. <laughs> and you guys know this. I, that's, that's a recent change. Where mm-hmm. now, like, somebody's like, oh, I'm considering a C63 AMG. Oh, my God, it's so sick. It's so fast. I'm like, did you ever consider a Hellcat? It's, like, better <laughs> and cheaper. <laughs> Me, five years ago, would never have done that. Yeah. Like, well, I won't somebody, believe it until you buy one. Dude, I want to. Like, either a Hellcat <laughs> or a Raptor or some shit or the new Corvette. Because yeah. I'm just, like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, German cars have become so expensive. And yeah. they all fucking drive the same. They all have a shit ton of horsepower and a shit ton of torque. And they all yeah. are great at handling. They all can go around the goddamn Nürburgring faster than a Formula One car from 20 years ago. That I'm just like, what makes it special? <laughs> right? And then you see these American cars come out and you're like, I can get a Mustang GT350R, which has sick track times, for half the price of an M5? I'm down. <laughs> yeah. And you can get, get like just stupid rowdy with it too yeah and it, it looks cool you know i mean i understand that half of the car is plastic and you know detroit is not really known for its you know manufacturing genius but whatever who cares right yeah. <laughs> and i'm the type of person that i want to own many cars i want to be able to experience many cars i will never just live with one unless it's like some like classic shit right but you see but, that's why you modify it See, yeah, and I understand it now, dude. That's what I'm saying. You're tired of this modification? Change it up. <laughs> exactly. I think um, over the years, I've I've opened my eyes to other things other than Japanese cars. Because like when I was like yeah. when I first got into cars, I was like, okay, JDM is the fucking shit. Like JDM <laughs> AF, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I've I've grown to appreciate American cars for sure. Like I like the new Mustang a lot. German cars. I do like like after driving your M3 I was like holy yeah. shit this like it just feels different. Yeah. I don't know there's there's too many Japanese cars I want to own first <laughs> before yeah. Yeah. diving into the German, like Euro world but I don't know dude. I'm 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 this somebody who was in the Euro world and I'm kind of just annoyed with everybody in it now. Uh, from the yeah, owners see- to the manufacturers to <laughs> like I just I I don't I don't know man. <laughs> I love my car but Everything else, man. Just it's just not. Everybody has an M3 now. That's what it feels like. 
Mm-hmm. It's like everybody like, and their mom says an M3 or an M4. Yeah. There's like a... I feel like now, more than ever, there's a stigma behind being a Euro car owner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I feel like recently I've been really wanting an old 60s car or an 80s car. Mm. Retro. 80s cars, I used to hate like Same. their design. Back in the early 2000s, I looked at it and I was like, those things are so ugly and old. Yeah. And then now I look back, I'm like, straight lines. Kind of cool. Kind of right. <laughs> <kinda laughs> dig the boxy. Uh, no, I, I agree with that because I was looking at a picture of a, what is it? The Aston Martin, the James Bond one, the DB, the old one, the DBS or is it eight or five? Nine? Five. That one. Yeah. So I was looking at pictures of the old one. I'm like, damn, they made nice looking cars back then, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at that, you're like... And I, and I remember when I first saw that car, I was like, it looks old-ass Aston. <laughs> like, look at this thing. Why? It's not even... But now I'm like, damn, that looks good, you know? Yeah. Dude, like, pretty you, much, I've realized, like, almost any car from the 50s and 60s is beautiful. Right? Yeah. I would love, I would love especially a 60s, like, American car or a 60s mm. uh, Italian car. Yeah. Cause, D- yes. Like, those 60s alphas and, like, Ooh. Like, oh, they're so pretty. Yeah, and I, I just imagine like how fun it would be to drive. They're, they're making a great noise. They look good. The A pillars are simple thin. car. Yeah, simple. You car. feel like you're inches from death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I would love that. And and in terms of, I feel like American cars it, back in the '60s were the complete opposite. Yes. Right. But they but they, they were baller. Like the old Bel Airs and stuff, dude. Yeah. Imagine cruising in that shit. Yeah, Italian cars were like these tiny little things and America was like excessively large. Yeah. <laughs> aircraft carriers. Actual aircraft carriers. <laughs> yeah, there well, there was this time where I like I, I didn't understand those cars before, but then there was this time where uh over here uh, near where I live at one of the shopping centers they had a car show. It was filled with just old 60s American Impalas and all those things. Yeah. And then at the end of the shopping center street, there was like a large fire truck with an American flag hanging down from it. And then there was a stage with people like singing country music. And I was like, this is the most American thing I've ever done. Yeah. And it feels awesome. And I would like <laughs> yeah. part of this life. Dude, boomers booming. that's a similar thing jeff i got a i got a a friend of mine he used to be our neighbor this guy named eddie good guy eddie Reyes. shout out to him him and his dad used to be big time into these old american cars and i never understood it i was like what the fuck is this dude like like of course they like these weird ass looking american cars and shit like why why like why would anybody like this and then now he moved away and I think he went out and bought his own, like, 60s Impala. And he fully got that shit, like, looking brand new. And they put some wheels Damn. and stuff on it. But you look at that car on his, like, on his like stories. And I'm just like, yo, it looks sick, dude. Like, you know, back in the, I think I messaged him too. But, like, you know, I used to not, I used to bag on these cars back in the day. But yours looks sick, man. I don't know. I just grew an appreciation for it. I'm like, I don't, I don't. I guess I, I used to be all about like chasing the fastest number, fastest car in the world, <laughs> fastest around the ring. That's what got me, you know, like yes, that's that's the car. But now I'm like, equally, yeah, I, I, something baller that looks sick to just cruise around in. Why not? Fat ass wooden steering wheel and shit. Yeah. 
I wonder if any of this has to do with like owning and driving a car. Other than like when we were kids, yeah. we were just like spectators and like looking at videos or whatever. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could be right because I used to bag on S classes a lot. Hey, I told you guys about this. I'm like, why the fuck would anybody buy an S class for a hundred some thousand dollars? You can go buy again my dumb ass. You can go buy a nice ass, you know, M or a cheap Ferrari yeah. for that much, right? But and you then, haven't drove. You didn't drive LA to SF yet, right? I, I had not <laughs> driven LA to SF in an S class yet. And then when when we had the S class, I was like, I could, I get it. I completely get mm. it. I want mm. an S class now in the future in my garage. <laughs> like, that, it makes sense. <laughs> I understand why people love these cars. Yeah. Like, not not everything has to be about going 200 miles per hour, <laughs> you know, around a racetrack and shit. Like, yeah. sometimes you just want to cruise. On the kind of the opposite end of the spectrum with, like, the old 60s, like, Italian cars. Sometimes yeah. when you're driving, like, modern cars, it's, like, it's all, it's, it's nice, it's comfortable, but it's, like, so detached. Yes. From mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Bro, the most, like, driving experience, like, pure driving experience I ever had was uh, me and my dad used to go to this driving range out in Sonol. And the owner there had his old 944 Porsche, you know, the front engine they used to make back in the day. Mm. And uh, it was a six-speed manual, no power steering. <laughs> that That's it. And then me and my dad, we went there like, hey, John, like, you know, this is a nice car. You're selling it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you guys want to buy it? My dad's like, ah, oh, not really, man. But because it would be amazing to take it for a spin. He throws the keys. He's like, here, go Damn. ahead and drive it. And then my dad's like, oh shit. And he's like, hey, Parth, you drive it too. I was like, no way, dude. And I was 16, <laughs> so I just got my license and stuff. And backing the thing out of the parking spot <laughs> was a fucking mission, dude. <laughs> dude, no power steering is next level, dude. Holy crap. <laughs> Like, you don't understand how hard that shit is. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and this was a Porsche. So when we were driving it down the street, it was loud. The exhaust made noise. Every gear change made noise. You could feel literally every rock you drove over in that car. Um, it felt so visceral. And that was a Porsche. Like, which Porsches are known to be more refined than the most sports yeah. cars, right? So I couldn't imagine driving, like, like an Italian sports car from that same era it, it was just it was an incredible experience that to this day have not met anything that raw of driving like, unless it's like yeah. a golf cart i think golf carts are more exciting than some of these cars these days golf carts <laughs> are very fun that's the only reason i play golf ever <laughs> so much. i could drive around the range in a golf cart when i'm not playing good golf i literally tell my dad dad i'm gonna drive up and down this hole three times while you finish it <laughs> yeah. and i'm I try gonna to go make to the a bar. little circuit out of it <laughs> I'm sitting yeah. there trying to hit the apexes on the car path. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, shall we go to our break? Yes. All right. Break time. Uh, as always, check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com, uh, where you'll find links to all our things. And then we have a YouTube channel. Uh, go subscribe there. Uh, we've got... Well, we don't have too many videos right now, but hopefully some some will be coming soon. Oh, yeah. Check check it out. I, I recorded a video yesterday. Uh, got some new headlights on the Evo, so if you're interested in that, ha, ha, check it out. <laughs> 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 they look sick. Uh, yeah, other than YouTube, you can also check us out on social media. Um, Instagram at The Curbside Podcast. Twitter at Curbside Pod. And uh, Facebook 
at facebook.com slash the curbside podcast. And uh, send us an email for any email sending needs. Uh, the curbside podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Do this every week and try to make it different. It's not working out. There's no. It's too many weeks, man. How many um, different ways could you say an e- I, email? Right, the same fucking thing. How do you make it different? You can't. Send us the damn email. Cool. And with that being said, uh, let's go back to the show. All right. Back to the show. News, news time. time. Uh, big news. Big news. Like the only news, the literally the only news. Like every single like car news thing is covering this right now, and non car news. True, <laughs> LeBron James is covering this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the new Hummer EV has been announced in all of its glory, and it looks like a warthog from Halo. It does, I but it looks it. sick though. Yeah, I, I, I love I, it too. I, Love the I like okay so I loved the original Hummer as a kid. My dream car was a big yellow Hummer, mm-hmm. right? The H two, yeah. But there were a couple things that never worked about it, right? One, it was just a dressed up Chevy Tahoe, yes. so it had shared a lot of the same bits, which made you wonder like why would you pay so much for it then? And then I think the th- big thing that killed it was the financial crisis, and mm-hmm. then. It being basically synonymous with gas guzzling, gas guzzling non-green SUVs. cars. Yeah. <laughs> global warming was is yeah. global warming. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's what it was. If anybody wanted to make a presentation about global warming, there was a picture of a Hummer in that yeah. slide on their PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> yeah, and you were literally like the biggest piece of shit if you were seen driving one down the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, but but now. Huh, how the turns have tabled. How the... the yes. <laughs> yes. Tables have tided. Yes. <laughs> the I'll new Hummer the table, dude. Yeah. is one of the first EV... Well, Hummer calls it a super truck. It looks like a fucking super truck. I have truck, not man. looked at anything, Jeffrey, this week about the Hummer. No stats, no nothing, <laughs> just so you can tell it to me. Lay it on Okay. Us. Yeah. All right, here it goes, right? Okay, important thing. The, one of the big important things is that they've got the look of the Hummer down. Yes. Can I just mention real quick, too? Yes. That, like, you're talking about the age two. That shit aged horribly. horribly yes, it horribly. did. Horribly. So like, it look- looks horrible seeing one on the road now. <laughs> right? Yeah. H1, H2, H3. All look yeah. terrible. No, okay, H1 is an exception because... Yeah, the original you know, Humvee. But, like, yeah. H2 and 3 look fucking terrible. Yeah, H3 I, was a cop-out, dude. Like, that was just yeah. sad. If you owned an H3, you were just like, I don't know what you were trying to accomplish in your life because that, that car was on its way out even before it came in. Yeah, no, like, the moment I saw this new Hummer EV, I was like, maybe I should, you know, relive my childhood dreams again and I'd go back and see how much an H2 or an H3 costs. I went and looked online for them. I was like, these things look terrible. Yeah. yeah. But... For this new design, they've got, I think they've gotten, it looks like a Hummer. Yes. Big, bold, square. Yeah. It looks massive. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the main things for a Hummer. Uh, the reason why it looks so massive, I think, is because it's got, you know, a skateboard, uh, battery, and motor type deal. Mm-hmm. But in the Hummer's case, it's double stacked. 
Whoa. Oh. Yeah. It has shit. a double Holy stack shit. of batteries. So it's got a really thick skateboard. Okay. And the body sits on top of that. That powertrain provides you with, you know, these things. All right. It provides you with a thousand horsepower, <laughs> 11,500 pound feats of torque. Oh, my God. Pound yeah. feats of torque? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's this. There's this mode that you know GM calls the Watch to Freedom mode. It's basically a zero to sixty mode. I'm pretty sure they called it that stupid name because they wanted to put WTF mode. Uh, but <laughs> it gets your car. It does things, and it gets the truck from zero to sixty in three seconds. Jesus. This right. thing probably weighs like 10,000 pounds. Yeah, how much too. does it weigh? Do you have a weight on this one? <laughs> I, I do not know. I don't I don't know if we have that right now. But uh, let's go on to a little bit more of the specs. You see, Hummer has always been about excess. Yes. Right? This guy, in terms of off-road capability, uh, has 35-inch tire standard. Mm-hmm. That's good. And it will fit 37s with no problem. They said they're like, yeah, thirty sevens. If you want to put them on there, nothing. You don't have to do anything. Uh, we've got a standard ten inches of ground clearance, <laughs> and the air suspension has a mode called extract mode that gets it up to sixteen inches of ground oh. clearance. <laughs> and uh, it's got it's, it's got a what's called it. So this car has rear wheel steering like a warthog. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's oh, it has a crab called, thing. Yeah, so it could actually, in certain situations, turn the wheels, all four of them, in the same direction, and it could drive diagonally. Amazing. Which is, which is fun. Um, also, if you want to direct a movie using this Hummer, uh, you could do that too, because you have the option to get up to 18 cameras. Holy shit. Like, built in? Yes, built in, 18 cameras, I think two of them are underbody. <laughs> so what kind of cameras are you talking? 4K, 60 FPS? What's going on with the cameras, man? <laughs> Who knows, man? And then, and then they, they have a user interface that uses that's powered by Parth. You should know this, being that you know you're gaming and now hmm. uh, the Unreal Engine. Oh no way! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know that that's that. So it, it's it's got the. It's got the characteristics of the looks and the fact that it's just overpowered in every single What's aspect. the range? What's the range we're looking at? Range is, uh, range is less impressive. Uh, it's a little over 350 miles. Okay, that's better Doesn't than matter. I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's so <laughs> many. With 1,000 horsepower and what, 1,150 pound-feet of torque? Whatever that was? Yeah, and it's got, a, it's got some special thing that allows it to be charged you know with the fastest charging type thing so can that i use gets, like a tesla supercharger on this shit not not that but you can okay. use the ones that so they say you could get you could add an extra 100 miles of range in just 10 minutes with that oh, charger God. and that that's the hover yeah you could also so take the roof off if you want you know how i'm very anti-ev we talked about this on one of the recent yes. episodes right this is the kind of shit that will change people like me. <laughs> this is that shit right there, dude. Yeah. Like, I want one Th- now. A lot. This, this thing, I think, will have, like, the Raptor effect where, like, car enthusiasts didn't give a shit about trucks. And then all yeah. of a sudden. And now it's like, yes. It also comes with the Hummer tax. You know, back then, Hummers were not cheap, right? When yeah. they first came out. The the H1 was around $100,000. Yeah. Um, 
the the H2 came in at $50,000, which is like $60,000 now. And then the H3 was $30,000, which is $40,000 now. This, they're going to be selling the Edition 1, which is top of the range, loaded to the gills, for $113,000. That's not actually that that's not that bad. I was expecting yeah. worse again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they'll actually be releasing over for 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 twenty twenty uh, like along the lines like twenty twenty two, twenty three, and twenty four. Uh, they'll be releasing cheaper ones, which will be ninety thousand dollars and eighty thousand dollars. So, so let's put it this way: hundred. Yeah. You said one hundred thirteen, yeah. Yeah. One hundred thirteen thousand dollars gets you this uh, Hummer, and again, it's new hype. Everyone loves hype. And yeah. we'll talk more about it in a little bit. Um, it, it's I would buy this over a Range Rover, which costs almost double. Yeah, and here's the thing: like I think this is a very like I think this is a smart move by by GM because a they use the Hummer name. People like Hummers. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Like it, it appeals to the kid and everyone. And then since it's an EV, it's already gonna cost more than your average you know truck by then. Mm-hmm. But if you just bury it under like the Hubber name and under the super truck idea, it doesn't seem all too bad. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> and if you compare it to a Model X, exactly. Yeah, you're <laughs> not just some barrier geek buying that shit. You know, you're you're a decent human being if you buy a Hummer. Yeah, there's going to be some full fledged Americans buying this shit, man. America's yeah. fucking back, Jeffrey. Insert the fucking bald eagle noises. Call, call. Fuck yeah, <laughs> insert that shit in. We need that shit in. Fire some guns off. Fourth of July, bitch, right now. Um, yeah. America's the greatest country in the whole fucking world. And if you can't afford this shit, guess what? You can go buy yourself a new Bronco, which is sick. <laughs> exactly America, right. America is doing it right. This is what I was talking about, man. If you if you don't want to pay that hundred thirteen thousand dollars for a Hummer EV, go get yourself a nice ass Ford Bronco. That's also coming out soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. Like, uh, wait. A, 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 to begin with, I'm waiting for them to release the SUV version of this because there will be one. They already teased that oh. with a boxy back and a giant rear tire stuck to the back. That oh. that's gonna be. <laughs> I think fantastic, and I hope they release like a a cheaper one, maybe a smaller ish one, because I would still like to live out my childhood dream of owning a Hummer. <laughs> GMC, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, send us one of these, and Jeffrey will be very happy. We will review it without. We'll bias. drive over everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I will drive over any kind of German SUV you guys want. We'll to drive over, over Parth's M3. We'll drive over it. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm down. <laughs> America, bitch. Insert the Eagles again. <laughs> uh, so, good job, uh, So, GMC. quick question, though. Quick, quick, yes. Good job. Good job. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Kudos. Um, how does this work? Because right now, you know, now we're starting to see. We're coming into this point where we're seeing more different electric car brands and manufacturers and stuff like that right Hmm. so far tesla has been the most prolific they've been the most wide expanse you can find tesla chargers tesla superchargers now literally anywhere and that might be biased because i live in the bay area but Mm -hmm. um how does it work with like other brands and other manufacturers like is now gmc gonna have to go put out their own set of chargers all over the country like how does that work they don't have to because they're already energy companies uh, mm-hmm. going out there and taking advantage of this this new thing. And mm-hmm. I think uh, I forgot which I think it's one of the gas companies that's developing 
basically, or a car company that's developing Electrify America, which mm. they they go out and put you know their own sort of like uh, electric chargers. charging stations. Yeah. Yeah. And wait, so a, are, yeah. are Tesla chargers proprietary? Uh, yes, uh, that's fucking Tesla's e- like Elon, Apple. dude. <laughs> yeah. But they they come with the, an adapter. Who does? Who <laughs> <Sorry. the> fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, wait, Hummers but, come with adapters? No, no, no. Te- Tesla, Tesla oh. chargers. Oh, so no one can use Tesla chargers, but, but they can, can use, use other chargers. Yes. Fucking These assholes. fucking pieces of shit, dude. Like, <laughs> they're such a bad company. It's so bad. Just so make bad. a universal one for everything. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you yeah. guys are like the trendsetters anyway. Just, just beat everyone to it and make universal charging ports yeah. and put there, it all over the country. There, there are. There is a un- universal standard already that all the other electric cars use. And Tesla, Tesla just decided to just shove that where the sun, sun don't shine? <laughs> yeah, basically. A piece of shit. Okay, but like, okay, eventually, sorry, this is totally off topic now, but eventually, like, if these other car EV brands take off, Tesla will mm. have to, like, remove, right? <laughs> Wouldn't it make sense for them to have to remove all of their Tesla chargers? Uh, I mean, it it's still like it still appeals to Tesla owners, though. Yeah, right? but like I know, but they, like that breed won't yeah. survive long. Yeah, I think eventually, once everyone gets on this EV train, which like is inevitable, there's going to be more. I'm assuming there's going to be more non-Tesla EVs out there than Teslas. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, but at the same time, it's like you know how Apple still decides to stick with like Lightning yeah. instead of go with USB-C. Yeah, uh, it wor- it works out for them. So I feel like if Tesla just kept their charging stations there, it'd just be like a Tesla exclusive charging mm. center. That's fucking annoying. That's so <laughs> different. That's kind of different though. It's infrastructure compared to a fucking cable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like imagine your Hummer's low on uh, almost a gas, a low on electric charge, and. You pull up, and the only thing there is Tesla. But you can't use it because it's proprietary. And you don't yes. have their adapters. That's annoying. We're going to have to get, yeah. like, some uh, third-party Amazon eBay yeah, we're charger gonna, adapters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on eBay. Someone probably makes it. <laughs> that don't work. Like, you plug it in, your fucking car says, this yeah. accessory is not supported or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, good job, America. Good job, GMC. Keep it up. Keep shitting on Tesla. Yes. Bald Drive eagle noises again. Uh, Speaking of hype, um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we don't love the the new G80. Um, I don't know if this makes it any better for, but for me personally, um, there's been this like I don't know if it's a trend, but it's just been happening where streetwear brands are collaborating with car companies like uh, Bape and Pagani. They did their collaboration, but this I think is the first of its kind where a streetwear brand collabs on an actual car. So uh, the brand Kith. Uh, collaborated with BMW to create these. Originally, I think they were going to be one-offs, but um, they're actually going to start doing pre-orders on the new G80 uh, M4. Yeah, yeah. The G80 M4, M4 the, the Kith, they call it the Kith M4, is going to be available in like limited, limited quantities. I think like 100-some or something like that? 150 units. Yeah, yeah. So this is like official OEM collab? Or? Yes. Yes. Dang. Yeah, so you get some exterior bits. You get, um, I think the BMW, you get like a Kith badge in the back. It looks like an M badge, um, badging up front. 
You're right. In the other pictures, though, of the other one, the, the BMW badge also has a kit around yeah. it and around the emblem. I don't know if that's going to make it into production. That would be oh, yeah, amazing, yeah. but I don't think BMW will let it slide. Ooh, um, there's kith like embossed all over the headrests. Yeah. So <laughs> mainly, I think what you're getting really, there, I don't think there's any performance upgrades, but the interior is like just completely like bespoke, like one off. You get like the embossed kith, uh, the seats. Uh, you get the little logo on the seat as well. The black one, I think, looks amazing. You get uh, you get a huge the grill. Yeah. <laughs> well, me and Andrew and Jeff had this conversation I think a week or two back where I sent them a picture of a black one, fully blacked out. And the only reason we liked it is because the grill just kind of camouflaged yeah, it. Yeah, it's hidden. Um, what a piece of shit picture. car, man. <laughs> Continue, sorry. On, on this black model, it's showing like a big Kith logo on, on the carbon fiber roof. I think, yeah. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I'm probably... I'm, I'm a hype beast, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks amazing. I like how the M logo just says kit. Yeah. Like, this is a very, very, like, factory custom car in 150 units. I think it's pretty awesome. Well, BMW's trying to do this shit. They they, they they have to do this shit because they've been reading (laughs) the comment section. (laughs) Yeah, they've been reading the comment section on Instagram and Facebook and shit where half the motherfuckers on there be like, what have you guys done? How much will it be? Uh, I think $109,000 pre-orders. Four and four. Oh my god! Can you imagine if you know Supreme? I know. Okay, (laughs) like Parth Parth was saying, like they're doing this to push units, but like I'm like, why do they go to Kith? Like I get, I know Kith is like it's cool and everything. Supreme's like, nah, your car looks like dog shit. We don't want to be on that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, hundred nine thousand and two hundred and fifty dollars, and pre I think pre orders are starting next month. It says pre orders start today. Oh shit. Eleven AM Eastern. So that was what date is this article? <laughs> I wonder, did you miss the drop, dude? I missed the fucking drop, <laughs> you dude. Missed the drop. <laughs> Took an L on the fucking BMW. Well, I think I saw this twelve today hours or yesterday. Ago. So yeah, yeah. It was so today. So yeah. you missed you missed the drop, bro. Nah, that's fine. Yeah, can't afford that shit. Um, no, but yeah, like the only thing I like about this, I mean, it looks the the black one looks better, especially from this angle. This red one, the front end looks like I just want to throw up. Um, yeah. The the cool part was actually the video that BMW did with the kit with Kith, where they had all the old mm-hmm. M3s and stuff like drive up together. That was a cool video. So if yeah, you guys go really check cool that out video. on YouTube, um, it's worth watching. It's like a minute or two long. Yeah. Oh, and I guess they're dropping apparel pieces too. Fuck! I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, continuing with the BMW. Some good news for people that actually like their M's. A replacement <laughs> bumper for the 2021 M3 and M4 is already in the works. So Thank God. Prior Design, which is a big brand in the aftermarket M community, they make good stuff. Expensive, though. It's very expensive. They are already making an aftermarket bumper. It looks mm. so much better. Prior Design is coming to the rescue to save... BMW literally saved them because you know imagine when BMW did their last fuck up which was the Bangle Butt 5 series right <laughs> ain't nobody came to the rescue ain't nobody was advanced enough to literally redesign a bumper for their or rear bumper and taillights for 5 series back then but we live the modern day where an aftermarket company can say you know what we are the hero 
that everyone needs right now. And that's what prior design is doing. They're literally just, they're saving the day. BMW should pay them to be an in-house manufacturer. They are making the car the way it should have been. Look at this. Do it you looks think, good now. Do you think someone, do you think the person at BMW is fired already? I mean, they've got to fire more than that because <laughs> this thing, this it thing made it through a lot of so, approvals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> many stages of approval is like, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, but but prior design, um, they're 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 well known. They're a good company. They make a lot of good stuff, and they're saying that when the cars start becoming, you know, start coming out, and making more readily available, they'll they'll have these bumpers ready, <laughs> ready to go to put on your new car. Imagine having to buy a new car and then <laughs> swap put, your swapping your bumper out. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I really want to see. If this becomes a good enough trend and their prices, I mean, this will probably be expensive, but probably. But I thought of it this way: if somebody wanted to go buy the new M, right, because it's the new M, it'll be the fastest. Of course, it'll perform well. It does look pretty good, besides that front end. Let's be honest. If you were gonna go buy it, and this bumper say was five thousand dollars, it was just pretty <coughs> still hefty for a front bumper. But think of it this way: that's a five thousand dollar option that you might pay for from bmw i'd pay it if i was looking to get a new m3 or m4 yeah because i I check an option on the on the 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 configurator and bmw to be like hey ship my car with no bumper (laughs) ship without the bumper (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um i'm glad prior designs doing this i think they will single-handedly save BMW from what can be the biggest disaster they've ever done in the M division. This is going to be a big market, I feel like. Oh, dude, I feel like it's going to be a huge market. <laughs> yeah, and, they're smart. And we that, talked that's about a this. good thing. Yeah. yeah. It was our idea. Everyone just fucking stole it. Yeah, for Yeah, sure. let's sue prior design. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll send them a, a cease and desist with our video yeah. attached with that link. <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh, we want prior. 50%. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) More news from America. There's a new speed record for production cars. Mm. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's now held by the SSC, a North American company. Uh, The car is called the the Tuatara. (laughs) Tuatara, yeah. I was just saying, if this is an American car company, American car manufacturer, couldn't this call this like Liberty or, you know, some shit like that? Like, you know. Hope fucking not. freedom not freedom Twa- yeah twatara <laughs> guns <laughs> yeah the second amendment just call it that <laughs> but uh so it hit an average speed of 316 miles per hour holy average. crap which yeah right which you think it sounds that sounds impressive but that's an average it was yeah. an average between two runs one 306 mile per hour run and one three hundred and thirty-one mile per hour run. <laughs> Air, there's, there's there's airplanes that don't, can't fly that fast, bro. <laughs> like three hundred and thirty-one miles per hour. That's a seven forty-seven takes off at, at 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 a lot less speed than that <laughs> into the air, and it <laughs> weighs crazy. a lot more stuff. <laughs> we had that story back then where uh, Bugatti like broke the 300 mile per hour mark but they were like everyone was arguing like oh it's not a production car it's a mm-hmm. it's not a whatever the whole thing with it, the tires yeah it was like oh it went over 300 miles an hour though <laughs> and 
this thing just smoked that thing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore, Bugatti. This is uh this is it. The uh, one thousand seven hundred and fifty horsepower. How do you do SSC that? SSC Twatara. <laughs> it's got a uh well that's on E eighty five. It's got a flat plane, uh I think it's a V eight, uh that's like definitely you know, forced induction somehow. With yeah. eighty eight hundred RPM red light. Which Holy. must Damn. be fun. Yeah. America fucking more bald eagles. Boom. 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 Uh, final piece of news. I don't have anything to really show about this. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, on, earlier this week, had released and announced on Twitter that there's a public beta for their FSD, which, if you guys are not versed in Tesla, stands for full self-driving. So that beta is now available to Tesla drivers, but he did say that don't just go and rush to your Tesla and download the newest thing because you might not have it. It's apparently to select Tesla customers and Tesla customers that are supposedly, quote-unquote, better drivers and are safe. <laughs> Don't know how they determined that. <laughs> it's, it's better rolled out than basically the summon feature, which yeah. was, you know, very beta. That thing would run over shopping carts, children, men, and women just to get <laughs> to you at the front of the store. So this one is a better, better rollout than that, right? Uh, I, I guess <laughs> apparently I don't know what their criteria was for selecting these select Tesla drivers and their driving skill they how many Teslas their... they've gone through <laughs> I mean I don't, I don't understand what defines them as better Tesla drivers but if you are one of those select few uh, maybe you should go check your Tesla and see if you have the full self-driving beta but this whole news is pretty exciting too because Tesla is actually going full self-driving or they're starting to test it, I guess. So we'll see how it goes with that. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> it's really not that hard just to drive your own fucking car. Come on. It's really not, yeah. But there will be people who are selected by Tesla. So They should select the people who can't drive cars. Yes. Get rid of them. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be our show for this week. As always, you can check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com where you'll find uh, links to all of our things. Uh, there's a Libsyn link there that takes you to all our platforms, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, and I think that's it. But uh, go rate us on those apps uh, anywhere you can. Uh, that will help us out. If you like the show, share it with your friends. Uh, tell everybody. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, again, you can find us on social media on Instagram at the Curbside Podcast, um, Twitter at Curbside Pod, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Curbside Podcast. And uh, as always, thank you to Kid Dope for the intro and outro to our show, Fast Cars and Wild Arts. And as always, uh, my name's Jeff. I'm Parth. I'm Andrew. Remember, drive safe, and life is too short to drive boring cars. Doses.